0: Uh, Mike Weeks has brought I'm the coffee in. It enviously. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking... Mike Weeks is in here. We were just talking about, uh, uh, on the news, Mike, that uh, coffee is good for you, and uh, you should have as many cups of coffee as you can to avoid uh, cardiova- cardio- cardiovascular it, it, disease. Honestly, it's up there with red wine <laughs> and cigars.
1: <laughs> All are proven to be health health aids.
0: Steve, it's Thursday. You're here with it us. It is. And yes. Oh my goodness me! That zoo high bridge still does its stuff. It's doesn't the gift it?
1: that keeps giving, isn't it? Mm. I mean, n- now the 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 price is up to uh, one hundred blah 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 billion. In fact, we don't know. I mean, this is the extraordinary thing. Not only should it have been in operation in 2016, which according to my calculations is last year, mm. um, now. <laughs> It may or may not open next year, so that's a two-year delay. People have died, unfortunately, in in really um, high numbers constructing the bridge. So now we hear that the uh, main part of the bridge is overrun by, and I mean, between you and me, this is mm. hardly anything. It's just eleven billion dollars, and it's the sort of thing I spend on lunch. Nothing, and um, and fortunately. Mm. Fortunately the taxpayer will be able to pay this. <laughs> That's nice of them, isn't it? That the taxpayer is a wonderful mm. person. I've been doing mm. a bit of research on this. So originally um we were told the the great unwashed, that would be the public, that this bridge would cost in total something like hundred and thirty billion dollars. Okay. But at the time, they lied from day one. This is what I love about these people. They lied oh. from day one. They, said, they, they didn't say that. They said, oh, no, 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 it won't cost that much. It will cost the three governments, the, the Hong Kong government, the mainland government, and the Macau government. It would cost about half of that. And the rest would be bet by loans. And oh. I'm thinking, gosh, it's <laughs> like when you buy a house, you say, oh, the house only costs, you know, 10 million bucks. <laughs> Um, so,
0: but, we won't worry about uh, the
1: mortgage. So, we won't <laughs> worry about the mortgage. Well, here's, here's a thing which you will exclusively hear on RTHK and nowhere else. You have to repay a loan. Go on. Yes, you do. Oh, really? Yes, you
0: do. Yep, yep,
1: yep. And, and, uh-huh. get this uh-huh. such is the state of affairs that you actually pay extra. <sighs> You know, you Surely have to pay interest. Not. Yes, yeah. Is no. that new? Uh, well, I <laughs> feel I can exclusively reveal this to the listener today. So they lied from the beginning about how much it would cost. Now, actually, mm. we, ang- we don't know. I mean, it seems as though, remember, the original estimate was somewhere in the region of 130 billion, which was very right. high. Hmm. Uh, although they lied about it so now it looks as though the hong kong contribution alone remember hong kong is paying for half of this is going to be 120 billion in other words the cost has doubled from so the original estimate but then we don't even know that because they keep playing around with the figures so 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 they're now talking about oh well um, that figure is just the main bridge. It's not the access roads. So and what did the, the
0: original figure include? Do we know that? Did it include everything? Very or?
1: unclear. Very, very... Un- I mean, this whole thing has been... I mean, considering the sums of money involved, which are vast, even more than I spend for lunch, um, we don't know. I mean, it was assumed by hapless idiots, I include myself in that category, that when you say that figure that means everything i mean it has to mean the roads connecting the bridge otherwise why wouldn't that be part of the project yeah you
0: wouldn't build the roads without
1: yeah on their own so 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 you've got you've got
0: this whacking whacking great big figure i mean 130 billion incidentally ain't small change so let's say so hong kong has to pay 120 billion now is what we're saying billion yeah, yes. $120 billion. Yes, yes, dollars. Yes, yes. And well, originally, the, the estimate of the whole project... Whole project
1: was 130 And Hong Kong's contribution has always been about half of the total with, so with Macau and so it could the be, mainland. So it could be a quarter so, of a trillion so, dollars. So we're talking about something in that area. Mm. If... But we don't know. I mean, this is what's so staggering. As I say, so they play around with the figures. Every time a new set of figures is issued, you get some sort of caveat. Oh, that, 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 that's only for the, you know, the, 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 the nose-picking machine on the north end. I, I'm slightly exaggerating. <laughs> but really, I've been spending most of this week trying to sort out all these figures. I know that LegCo has so far... Uh, authorized in terms of expenditure for the project, $110 billion mm. so far. So that doesn't include the recent cost overrun. But, on the other hand, is that just for the main project? Is it for the, the, the various auxiliary roads? I mean, if you go to the airport now, you, you will see all these um, roads being built, and most of them are elevated highways going onto the bridge. They're expensive things to build, is that part of the cost? Mm. Is the... Um, little um, islands. Remember, there's going to be islands constructed to, to to support the bridge and and for other ancillary purposes. Is that part of the cost? I mean, or could it, those be slipped in under exactly, some ad- other budget? Exactly. Well, they seem to. That seems to have been exactly what's Who happened.
0: Who is responsible for overseeing uh, the spend on uh, this? Which department? Ah, uh, the fifty-four
1: billion dollar question. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be the transport department, mm. and we have full confidence in the transport department because, as you know um that that department covers everything that covers housing i mean housing is yes it's the same department i mean you've got to you've got it it comes under um housing development and transport i think are all in one Hmm. glorious mixture of incompetence so um they are (coughs) theoretically in charge um, and as you know, they, they've they done a marvellous job. They're absolutely outstanding people. I won't have words said against them. Um, but but um, the bigger question, perhaps, is... So, there's all this money going in, but mm. we don't know what. There's no proper accountability for it. There's people who have been killed in the construction. There's endless delays. But then what happens... And I know this is a, a, a slightly naive question. But what happens when it's finished? Who can actually use this wretched bridge? Well actually practically nobody because you have to have a special cross-border permit. Now, in Hong Kong, again, as I understand it, there's something like... Um, so these are people that have got the ability... The cross-border... To,
0: I think and they are, can drive on both sides of the, of the border. Of the border like yes. with the two number plates. That's yes, what we're talking that's about. right. Okay. So they're,
1: they're very limited in supply. They're, they're mm. extremely expensive to acquire. I think there is something like... Um, I don't want to guess at the number, but I, I think it's something like 20,000 of these number plates in existence. So, I mean, even if, even if all of them, for some reason, want to use the bridge, uh, <laughs> that's practically nobody. So you can't actually... The whole point about a bridge, so as if you, it's if been did... sold, is you go from A to B. You go, yeah. I want to go, I want to get on the bridge. But, oh, no, 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 no. What you will probably be able to do, although this is far from far from certain, is you may be able to take your car to a car park, and the size of the car park seems very tiny. So a few people may be able to drive to the car park, yeah. take a bus, because of course you can't put your car on the bridge, take a bus to the other side of the bridge, then take another bus to wherever you where, where, where your other <laughs> car
0: is. where your other car is. As geez, if.
1: <laughs> my, my driver, you know, I said to him, you've got to wait for me in Drew high, I may arrive at any moment. But, you know, honestly, the whole thing, as an actual... Because people don't focus on this, because the whole thing's got confused by how much it's costing, how much it's delayed. But as a transport Mm. proposition, Mm. it's totally bonkers. (laughs) I mean, what is the point of building a bridge that you can't drive on? I Mm. I mean, didn't anybody spot that as an obvious flaw? And and Macau is now saying, oh, well, I I don't think we want any Hong Kong cars because they drive on the wrong side of the road. And, of course... You know, and in the mainland, um, they they drive on, bizarrely, they... Is that the wrong side of the road? I think it might be, right? they do, they (laughs) do. There's only one right side of the road, and that's the side we drive on in Hong Kong, and I'm I'm completely wedded to that. Um, So, I mean, all in all, Mm -hmm. I mean, there is no way, no way in a month of Sundays... That the bridge would ever be economically viable. I mean, that's 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 for the you know that's so for the fairies. Let's
0: just do that little little sum. So say it costs two hundred and fifty billion dollars, yes. and there's and there's twenty thousand people that have the cross border permits. permits. Yes. So doesn't that work out at about one hundred twenty five thousand dollars? One hundred twenty. Well, it depends how much the toll is. <laughs> but. but- Whatever figure per you've car. got in
1: mind, what? it's a from here to eternity figure. <laughs> because, you, you, you know, those sums of money are, 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 are totally... I mean, and that's the toll. Every time you go across the bridge, you have to pay a billion dollars. Well, that would get the money back I suppose quite quickly. Mind you, it might reduce traffic a bit. Who knows? Talking of Lantown... Like, you know, I mean, it, it's not as if we don't know mm. how price-sensitive all these things are. Look at what's happening to the Western Harbour Tunnel, mm. which is twice as expensive as the, as the Central Harbour Tunnel, and guess Guess what few people use it don't know how why would that be I, I, yeah <laughs> well, i i think we need a team of experts to come and explain that
0: how many consultations have they done on the the uh, tunnel pricing how uh, long have we got <laughs> it's
1: a lot it's a
0: lot going back to lantau for a second now so yeah. there's the story that's uh kicking around a lot uh this morning is this and there uh, is
1: indeed yes i mean north we can't lantau. get we can't get off lantau we we. <laughs> so there's this n- north lantau hospital that, that that started functioning in 2013 mm. um there was a um <laughs> and guess what guess what it costs more than they originally thought. So they originally thought that was going to cost $1.2 billion, and then um, it turned out that they needed another $500 million. That's, in my estimation, that's about 40% over budget. Mm. But hey, yet again, you and me, the taxpayer, I mean, I'm happy, happy to pay more. I don't see why we should... Of course,
0: should. especially if it's being used well.
1: Yes. Ah, yes. This is this is this is where we're back to the bridge again. So it turns out that that not only um is it very expensive this hospital, it's so underused mm. that they've got all sorts of equipment sitting there that hasn't actually been opened because, <laughs> you know, um there ain't there ain't the demand for it. So I mean, yet again, you've got these bureaucrats going oh. out splashing out public funds. The 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 this has been uncovered, as many things are. It's quite interesting. It has actually been uncovered by another set of bureaucrats who do the government audit. So this hmm. this revelation comes from the auditor's report. And I'm very confident that there will be decisive action taken on this. <laughs> I, I'm very confident a committee will be set up to look into it. Once the committee's been set up, that's all you need to know. It's going to be it'll all be
0: sorted out then it'll
1: yes. all be sorted out and then there's another one that i like out of the current <laughs> auditor's report i mean the auditor's report if anybody mm. is in doubt is the gift that keeps on giving because it looks into government overspending and incompetence and you know they never come out and say well nothing to report this week <laughs> no 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 so we've got the north lantau um hospital for nobody and then they, they looked at and this one you know you, you you can see how people saw civil servants coming. They looked at the government departments' rental of private premises for offices and uh-huh. and, and what have you, because as you know, the the three thousand four hundred twenty-two government buildings in Hong Kong aren't big enough to house the how enormous many, how many I, buildings that was a made-up figure. <laughs>
0: It's probably about
1: But it may well be, right. There's (laughs) a lot of them. I mean, everywhere you go in Hong Kong, there's a government building of... Literally everywhere you go in Mm. Hong Kong, there's a government building of some description. But apparently they're not big enough. Oh. So the poor dears have to go out and rent space in the private sector. And you can see the landlords there go, we're dealing with the government... Put the rent up, boys. They're rubbing their never hands. Know. They're rubbing So their they hands. found out, for example, that in, in one instance, this was um, some premises in um, Tong mm. They were paying, get this, seventy percent over the market rate. What? I mean, <laughs> what over Hong Kong's commercial market yes. rate? Seventy percent more than that. Can you, can you that? imagine? What? Can you imagine what that is? Um, th- and then they, and then you've got the health department using prime office space for storing mm. boxes. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, as I say, it, it's delightful for us taxpayers to be privileged oh. to be able to pay for that. But you kind of ask, you know, hmm. who in the Department of Lulus and, and Idiots actually sits down and goes, "Oh, I think we need a Prime Office space to put these boxes in. Otherwise, they may be unhappy. They may not be able to get onto the MTR." <laughs> honestly goodness yeah, right. i mean in my in my funny little company we actually do have some premises for for storage they're in romantic tune one you put I them can, as
0: far away as you can right and I, well mm. you put them in
1: storage space to me it goes into a cheap industrial premises that's where it goes it, the only thing you have to be sure of is it's got good lifts so you can get the stuff in and out and once you've established that um you save money on storage you don't you
0: don't you don't make it uh so what's going through their heads when when we think about this they're going to store a whole load of old paperwork. Re- it would be
1: records wouldn't records. it records Pat-
0: patient records could it be Who i knows?
1: don't know i don't, i wouldn't speculate I, honestly i don't know what it is it could be
0: hmm. but so whatever records they're, they're records that, that why not take a space on the 28th floor of the ifc for that
1: well, I'm just thinking the 27th floor but mm. you, you think
0: the 28th yeah, we, we, I we, we,
1: we'll discuss this afterwards touch and go I mean, you just think these are po- folks who are spending other folks' money, that's, mm.
0: that's the bottom line mm. it,
1: is, it ain't their own money if it was their own money, I can assure you they would look far more carefully at what the rentals are is
0: somebody doing something about this? You well,
1: think? we need a committee we, <laughs> we need experts where are the experts
0: when you need them? I need an expert. <laughs> I don't know about how many government buildings. We should do a calculation yeah. of how many committees there well, are. Well, you know,
1: look, I live, I live in, in Saikung, which is a, a so-called remote rural area. Mm. As far as I know, in Saikung, I mean, you know, which ain't the centre of the world, there, there, there's, in Saikung town, there's the government offices with the post office at the bottom. There's, there's a government clinic. That's another government building. Um, And then there's various little sort of government buildings, you know, to house the bureaucracy for the food environment and stopping people enjoying themselves department. Hmm. And then there's another little one for the hygiene and, you know, make Hong Kong dirty department. Then there's the great big... um, Well, well, these are the things which actually I think there should be. There's the so-called Town Hall, which is a, a phenomenally underused building. Um, there, there's the sports fields which are publicly owned. I mean, those sort of things I kind of in favour of. But mm. take, for example, the town hall, right in the middle of town. To the best of my knowledge, if it's used more than three times a week, it's it's busy. It takes up a vast amount of space. It has a very big car park, incidentally. Where car parking is a big issue in cycling. Mm. But hey, mm. nothing's too good for public servants. They need a lot of parking space, and there it sits. Hmm. i don't know what it does i honestly don't know what it does i've been to a couple of meetings there and it's very big when you go in there's lots of space
0: good to have but good uh, to have
1: yeah really underutilized
0: okay steve vines is with us uh, we'll break for some music and news and we'll be back shortly no band steve aren't you uh i i, I was a member <laughs>
1: <laughs> great song that i i, I played the cymbals. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: i'm good with you on the triangle actually that's so, how yeah. you
1: do you do the thing <laughs>
0: i do <laughs> very well i 'll have you know'll i have you know, I'll uh, yeah, have I'm you, sure know. you do um, poverty 's back in the yeah. uh, agenda isn 't it
1: yeah so we 've got a new uh, poverty report i mean they're always a year y- y- you know a year lagging, so this covers two thousand and sixteen. what that shows is and this is absolutely mind boggling out of a population of Hong Kong which currently stands at seven point three five million people, one point three five million. <laughs> is living below the poverty line now when you include that is that is hard to believe isn't it i mean uh, well it's staggering when you when you include um because the poverty line is defined by household income so when you include some government support that some of the 1.35 million people get you get that number down to about a million just just under a million nine hundred still we're talking
0: 15 percent isn't it i mean that's well over Yeah. yeah yeah i mean it is
1: Horrifying that in a place which is supposed to be so prosperous. So this report comes out in the week when we hear that the um, stock market has hit a new high uh, 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 of thirty. The the Hang Seng Index has hit a new high of thirty thousand. We hear that people are buying property in Hong Kong for so many squillion per square foot. I mean, property prices, despite all this. You know, wild talk by the government who are really getting serious now about property prices. They've actually been going in one direction, which isn't down. Mm-hmm. So you know, you've got this. I, I, I know that that it's almost a cliche, but it's a cliche that is is desperate of you know, um, public squalor and, and private affluence is describes Hong Kong. I mean, that gap between rich and mm-hmm. poor. Mm-hmm. I I. I, I did an interview with um, uh, Carrie Lam just after she was elected for for uh, RTHK TV program The Pulse, and I asked her about the poverty gap, and she sort of looked at me as though you know why are you harping on about that? And I'm thinking that's a pretty big subject, you know, and and, and so you know what they do typically is they they the government hand out one-off subsidies. Oh, you know, here's here's. a a voucher for fifty dollars to to go and get something or other to eat yeah to eat or or, you know or there's Mm. now for elderly i mean elderly poverty is the biggest Mm. section of poverty in hong kong i mean the idea that people have spent all their lives working and these are people who have spent all their lives working quite literally probably from a very young age um who've ended up with absolutely nothing living in you know 200 square foot 300 square foot hovels somewhere some of which are public some of which are private scraping together enough money to eat every day the idea of luxury is you know where and you know is this a society this is a society that can afford to build bridges to nowhere with billions and billions
0: of dollars but we have no we have no elderly people's pension no
1: This is a society, I mean, we were talking about this before the break, you know, which builds a hospital in North Lantau and, uh, you know, it isn't actually for patients. Um, I mean, this is, this is, I, I mean, so when you're looking at allocation of resources, which is what politics is about. Politics is the business of allocating resources. You know, I I, I see some of these people passing through so-called government office
0: going, oh, well, you know, allocation isn't really our business. I'm thinking, well, what is your business then? But isn't this this a basic problem with politicians is that they're not really professionals at managing things and they get uh, thrown into these positions and, frankly... They don't really know how to do those they things They don't know how to do
1: them, but what, what they have in elected, truly elected systems, is they have the pressure of people banging on their door saying, hey, if you don't fix this, you're out of office. Well, of course, that doesn't apply in Hong Hello. Kong. That pressure mm. has been totally removed, mm. which is why you have this scandal, scandal, of so many people living below the poverty line. In fact, you know, when you mention it to, to, to people, you know, a, a million people in Hong Kong... Living below the poverty line, they go, there. No, that can't possibly be right. You look around Hong Kong, it's such a prosperous city. I, th- all of these things are true. I mean, there is very great prosperity in Hong Kong. And if you're a, a person on a, a decent wage and you own your own property, which is the essential caveat in Hong Kong, the other big divide is between people who rent and people who own, unless mm. you're living on some fabulous um, expatriate package, but there's fewer of those around these days. But for most people the big divide is do you own, do you rent? If you rent, you'd be very lucky to be paying less than 50% of your income just to have a roof over your head. Most people are actually paying more than that.
0: Yeah, in, in other parts of the, uh, of the world it's generally um, assumed it should be about a third I think yes. of, your, yes. of your salary, yes. right? It should go so, on rental.
1: I mean, I, I'm saying at least. I mean, a lot of people are actually spending more than 50% of their income just just to have a roof. So, you know, then, then you've got to do silly little things like eating, maybe, maybe wash once a week regardless of need,
0: etc., etc. So do we think that, uh, that Carrie and the team are sort of just looking at things that interest them and not really... Well, do- I, it I, seems I, I don't
1: understand it because, I mean, actually, Carrie Lam has a record of being interested in this. Hmm. Lo Chi Kwong, who's now the, the, the um, secretary who's dealing with this, actually has an in- his entire life has been spent dealing with, uh, as an academic, that's what the background he comes from, has been dealing with poverty issues. So it's not as though we're talking about people who don't understand the problem, but it's the will to act. You know, there's the missing link between understanding, having knowledge, etc., etc., which I'm very confident they do, and saying, well, I tell you what, we're not going to build any more flashy projects for the next couple of years. We're going to spend that money on our own people. What a revolutionary idea that is. But, of course, if you think about the flashy projects, they all have a political motive. Every single one of them, the high-speed railway, the bridge to nowhere, the, the Greater Bay investments that apparently are going to come in, in great uh, numbers. The Palace
0: Museum in the, the West
1: These are all things with a political mm. um, mandate. And I, I, I just caught a bit of back chat B- before coming over here and there was somebody i don't know who it was going oh well you know i, I, I don't really want to talk about the politics of the bridge and i'm thinking well, isn't it, it all about the it's p- all about the <laughs> politics you know it, 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 it's 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 like saying you know I, I, i'm very happy to talk about coffee but not coffee beans i don't think that's part of <laughs> the not picture relevant. <laughs> not relevant not part of the picture so here we go here we go um you've got this this dagging problem one thing that you just mentioned is is the universal pension system that that is a very good way of not alleviating poverty but mitigating its consequences you've got (coughs) the possibility of which carrie lamb says isn't needed of building more public housing so that people are not spending such a high proportion of their income on on putting a roof over their heads that there are Actually, it's not as though these are unfixable problems. They're not, you know, they're not like volcanoes erupting.
0: These are things, these are man-made problems with man-made solutions. And they're things that have happened elsewhere as well, and people have come up with solutions, and, you know, you can draw an experience from other places. You you could do
1: that. You could do that. You could form a committee. God knows. (laughs) Hey, tell you what—you could actually
0: spend money by not forming a (laughs) committee. Steve Irwin's is here. It's Thursday morning, and we'll be back in a second. Well, talking of um, uh, poverty and the causes of it, uh, we've had some big events in Africa this week, Uh, which sort of have a connection here in uh, Hong Kong. Um, Well, they do, don't they? Mr. Mugabe, as he's now known.
1: Yeah, Mr. Mugabe, the former president, as of yesterday, Mm. um, is of course a property owner in Hong Kong with his delightful wife, Mrs. Grace Mugabe. They've got a They've got a small uh, two thousand five hundred or whatever it is square foot house in um, in Tunmun I think it is Do that they- was because if you remember their daughter. Was a student at City University, and mm. you know, like all students, you do need a little bit of accommodation. You Two do. thousand or Two and a half thousand. Well, yeah, it's it's all right. A studio It's, fight, it's, it's a start. It's mm. a start. Mm. And of course, uh, Hong Kong was also the scene. We'll come on to Zimbabwe because it's, Hong Kong is a bit player in all of this, but <laughs> we happen to be here. But just let's remind ourselves: Hong Kong was also the place where. Um, Grace Mugabe took it into her her very, very generous heart to a sort of photographer who happens That's to be a friend right. of mine called Richard Jones, who was okay. working for the Sunday Times, mm. trying mm. to snap a picture of her as she came out of that other um, low-rent um, establishment, the Shangri-La Hotel in, in Chimsa Choi. And what did she do? She kicked him or something, right? Or- no, no, she bashed him over the head. She, 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 she's quite generous with that sort of thing. Good it's plan. nice. It's Good nice. Bash- and smashed a camera uh-huh. and then claimed diplomatic immunity. And why would you not? And why wouldn't you? I mean, that's what I do <laughs> in those circumstances. So Richard, Richard got bashed in the head, um, lost the camera, no compensation, of course, for right. that. Um, the Hong Kong government bravely said, oh, yes, retrospective diplomatic community sounds good to me. So she, And she walked back on a plane off back to Harare, mm. um, or Salisbury, as I believe it used to be known. It used to be. Yes, mm. in the good old days. And meanwhile, you know, they're swanning around here. The country is so phenomenally poor. And inflation was so phenomenally high, as I think most people know, is they actually had to abolish their own currency because it was it it got to be denominated with or something, isn't it? (laughs) So many zeros. So in fact, the only currency in Zimbabwe at the moment is the US dollar because you know it just got to a stage. Um, There are, I mean, we talk about poverty here, Um, poverty there is people dying in the streets. Um, You know, they've had awful droughts in some parts of the country. Uh, Part of that is because of the monstrous way that they set around collectivising the the land, but not, of course, collectivising, handing it out to people who were cronies of, of Mugabe. Including, um, the new, um, president, Minanagua, who. Well, he
0: started out as a very close chum and. Well, uh, I think he, I mean, uh, he he
1: was, he was, you know, he was, he was the number two for years and years. So, you know, it does look as though there will be continuity. But on the other hand, once you've broken the chain, Mm -hmm. and this is what happens in dictatorships, once the, it, once the, in, you know, the aura of invulnerability disappears, I don't think Mananagua will last that long, frankly, because people have got it... That that you know these dictators aren't as strong as they
0: seem. Well, I mean, there's a lesson for perhaps other parts of the world. Yeah, there's a few out there, aren't there? And mm. still, I mean, we sort of think about you know a lot of these dictators falling away, but all the time, unfortunately, it seems like new ones are being generated. Well, that's they're...
1: true. And and you know and, and, and you know you've got the Regina Ip's who go around and go oh well, they can be you know they they can come through election. Well, it is true that some of them. I mean, in in er- Erdogan in Turkey, for example behaves as an authoritarian dictator. It is quite true that he was initially elected. Of course, since being elected, he's rigged the system so vastly that, that nobody else can be elected. A but, common,
0: a common uh, uh,
1: thread, right? Yeah, so, you know, it, 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 you know those who, who say, oh, democracy doesn't work because it produces dictators, they forget the little caveat that, that it, democracy then has to be abolished to allow those dictatorships to flourish. But the point is that they don't last they Mm -hmm. look so strong i mean mugabe was talking about being reincarnated he was you know like jesus christ but more times
0: (laughs) i mean we were talking about this in in, in regard to to, to the music world a few moments ago but is this a case of uh, you know these folks just really believing their own publicity more and more and more and it just well
1: i think the more you get the more you that when you've been in power for um like mugabe has for three decades or so mm. you 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 get completely insulated from the outside world you know your reality is all the all the brown noses who come and see you and go oh mr president you're the greatest thing since sliced bread or sliced yam whatever they say in in in, in zimbabwe you know you, you, you—you're clearly a world leader. You're—I cl- mean, you know. Remember, before his downfall, weeks before his downfall, the idiots at the World Health Organization appointed him a special oh. ambassador, and—and and, you know, he must have been sitting there going, "Oh, you see, I'm really a great global leader. They—they they need my services in." I mean, it's just astonishing, and that the facade when it cracks. It doesn't crumble, it shatters. This is the whole point. You know, in democratically elected systems, a leader is, is um, sent away, sent out of office by the electorate. Some of them come back through the same electorate. Some of them disappear. But the system doesn't have to crumble mm. every time you have a change of government. I mean, you look at, for example, because it's current, in Germany they have failed to form a government because the coalition talks that angela merkel is trying to put together seem to have collapsed but the german state hasn't it's stopped still, functioning it's still going yeah. you know but on monday not... and tuesday they have yeah. still got a fully functioning state there's nobody out on the streets going oh my god they're going oh for god's sake
0: get your talks and it, together and it really couldn't be any worse <laughs> could it in uh in uh, zimbabwe
1: well, it really couldn't. And, and, of course, the tragedy is everybody who knows that country, which, I, I mean, I have peripheral knowledge no more, but everybody who knows the country who I know tells me is it was one of the richest countries mm-hmm. in Africa. It has the potential for a great – well, it doesn't have the potential. It had a, a, a very, very thriving economy based on agriculture, I mean, which has been destroyed by this ruthless dictator who's enriched himself, I'm quite sure, Mugabe himself. <clears throat> even though he was reduced to buying a, a mere apartment in in Muen.
0: So, so could he... Do you think... What do you think? Maybe he'll... Where's he going to go? Could he... Could, he might end up in Hong Kong? Mm, I don't... I, I don't think, they, think so, they, but... The,
1: the, the normal procedure is they find a friendly African nation to take him, and um, they but, do a deal. I'm am, I am sure this is what's going on. They've done a deal. They've said, look, you, you can take your squillions with you and take that woman, Grace Mugabe, as well, because we don't near her on the premises. And... <coughs> you know you'll live out your life but um it, it, if you remember idi amin when mm. he was um ejected from uganda they did a deal with him yeah, another murderous tyrant but you know the murderous tyrants in africa seem to go into luxurious exile rather than luxurious hangings
0: well i suppose you know the good thing about him coming um quietly so to speak is that there hasn't so far Seem to have been a lot of turmoil. So, well, there I hasn't
1: see. been. There hasn't been which Zimbabwe's had quite enough of, which is civil war. Mm. Thank I mean, you, for that. You, you you remember the the the, uh, the awful um, civil war that there was between the three factions that were part of the independence movement mm. who were supposed to share power mm. after it ended. Mm. In, in instead, it, they they shared slaughter.
0: Steve Vines every Thursday morning. Steve, thanks for coming in as ever. It's a pleasure.